What's wrong? Come on, tell me. What's the matter? It's ridiculous. Who am I to make a criticism to someone like you? No, go, go on. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm thick-skinned. Um, what's the problem? The swearing. There, I said it. Oh, fuck. That bothers you? It has no nobility. Well, this is how it is. They're all horror fans. I'm a horror fan. And they all talk like that. They do not? They do too. What do you think I say when I go to the feed store in town? Oh, now, Wally, give me a bag of that effing pig feed and ten pounds of that bitchly cow corn. And in the bank, do I tell Mrs. Bollinger, oh, here's one big bastard of a check. Give me some of your Christing money. There, look there. See what you made me do. Oh, fucking hell. Let's just play the show. I'm going to make it burn. I'm going to make it burn. Let's go. I'm going to make it burn. 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 Let's go. I'm going to make it burn. I'm going to make it burn. You are now listening to the You Run Podcast. The only horror movie review podcast completely run and controlled by you, the listeners. You choose the movies. You score the movies. Heck, you even review the movies. This is not my podcast. You run podcast. I've had to listen to every other episode. You run podcast. Like, you fell asleep for a section. Fell asleep for a minute. Let's go. This is going to be a fucking riot. That's right. It is a riot. And it's going to be out of control. Out of my control. You run the show. All you need to do is go to our website, yourunpodcast.com. Just make sure you fucking listen, okay? You want to die tonight? Hello. Uh, welcome to the You Run Podcast. Uh, my name is Scott, and each week I take you through the movies you have chosen to review. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. Uh, if you're coming back to us, uh, welcome back. This week is a special week, um, not only because it's this girl, this girl is the devil week, but also because it's the unofficial start of Wednesday Wine and Horror Month on the You Run podcast. You should all know Heather by now from this show, um, and if not from her own show as well. Um, Heather's about to take a break. Uh, from podcasting and when she comes on I'm going to let you let her explain herself because she she thinks she's got a good excuse but I'm not buying it I, I don't I don't think it's enough to stop her podcasting but anyway this is almost like a farewell tour for Heather so Heather today is on this episode uh, where we're going to be reviewing a really really good movie um, she's also right now on YouTube uh, where me and Heather reviewed The Thing that episode is incredibly entertaining. Uh, I call Heather out for some of her shit on her shelf behind her and she loses her shit. It's, it's, it's very, very good. So go and listen or go and watch. In fact, you're listening now, go and watch that. Um, and then on the 15th of this month, uh, you're going to catch Heather one final time on the show uh, before she takes her break. And she'll be on our very, very, very first true crime podcast. Um, that's a completely new podcast. So it's not this feed so if you're subscribed to this you won't get the true crime podcast it's a completely brand new podcast so keep an eye on our instagram keep an eye on our twitter and everywhere else we are and i'll tell you how you can find it and i'll share the links and then you can subscribe well hopefully subscribe to that as well heather welcome to the show and fucking explain yourself young lady <laughs> Ugh, so salty. Anyways, <laughs> no, so I think everybody knows, obviously, I am pregnant. And Scott, I can't even believe you don't think that's a good enough reason not to podcast. And 
but it is for me because, you know, I'd be tired. Okay. I'd be tired. I can't drink my wine. Now, is that an excuse not to podcast? Well, it's an excuse for me not to podcast on my own podcast, but I'm happy to be here because I get to chat with you and I get to be on your podcast. And so I still get to podcast. It's look, a lot of people are coming at my fucking neck and I'm just like, <laughs> bitch, like some people get real butt hurt because you know, you get pregnant and they like, oh, you can't spare an hour, bitch. I can't spare five minutes for your way. <laughs> I, but you have, but anyway, spent, you have spent for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, it's different. You're my pal. Um, that I'm very selective of, of who I podcast with. And if I'm going to be doing any podcasting, like you call me up and be like, Hey, and I'm like, I'm here. I'm fine. Um, I'm not barfing or throwing up right now, so we're good. Oh. Um, there you go. So I'm still good, and I'm still sarcastic and hilarious, and we know these things. This is this is fact, 100% fact, and mm -hmm. I I know that probably better than most how sarcastic you can be. Yes, very much. I'm glad to see you have moved your books, though. <sighs> I'm not even going to start with you. Like, hold on, <laughs> let me turn my head. Hold on. First of all, let me tell you what happened. My daughter came in here. Look, there they are. That's my other books. I have a, I have a few Stephen King books over there. Um, so my daughter came in the other day and she's like, why do you have my Twilight books? And I said, bitch, I don't. I said, they're there. Go get them. She put them in her room because she wanted them. And I was like, you know, it's funny. As I got called the fuck out and made fun of. <laughs> I got bullied. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like oh my god whatever anyways so I rearranged my bookshelf and I have a very interesting Stephen King book but I'm gonna show you later I'm gonna send you a picture of it later I don't know that you have it um I was told it's like a very old book but anyway I'll send okay. you a picture of it later yeah yeah please do <laughs> um this is the girl is the devil week the final was misery uh, mm -hmm. which we are reviewing today uh, against one of Heather's favorite movies of all time, The Evil Dead 2013. Um, Man. What the fuck are you lot doing to me? Heather's on the show and you picked the movie <laughs> she didn't want, and I get to, I bear the brunt of that shit. That's not fair. <laughs> but in fairness, the people did choose a pretty decent film, I'd say. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah I'd say they did. On this episode, we've got something mm. else planned as well, which you and me know mm. about. I think I should tell mm. everyone else. So, yes, new bit on this show, a, a new feature called Fucked Up Fans. Um, <laughs> later in the show, me and Heather are going to be talking about our fucked up fans. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be calling some of you out as well. So some of you are getting called out by name because you, you scare me. Um, yeah. I, I know you all listen. So if you're listening now and you know you're one of these fucked up fans, you should be getting really, really nervous right about yep. <laughs> You better get nervous. I ain't saying nobody's real name because uh, I ain't trying to have that Ricky Bobby shit on me. I ain't trying to have it on me. Evil ain't coming, okay? We're not even going to go there. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to talk about that because people are so fucking strange. <laughs> uh, creepy, scary. Yes. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. No. Take no. your meds. Yeah. And if you're not on meds, go and get some meds. Please. Okay. We're, that's fine. It's okay to take medicine. You don't scare us. Yeah. 
but on this episode, we're reviewing Misery, which is an adaptation of a Stephen King novel mm-hmm. um, released in 1990, starring Kathy Bates and James Kahn. Uh, this movie tells the tale of literally my worst nightmare, being captured by a crazy fan and not yeah. being able to get away. Yeah. That absolutely terrifies me. But this movie is great. And Kathy Bates is so great that Kathy Bates won an Oscar for it. It's without a shadow of a doubt a horror powerhouse from a powerhouse writer. And here's the trailer. You almost died. You have a compound fracture of the tibia in both legs and the fibula in the right leg is fractured too. And as soon as the roads open, I'll take you to a hospital. Meantime, you've got a lot of recovering to do. There is nothing to worry about. You're gonna be just fine. I'm your number one fan. My name is Annie Wilkes. I think one of my clients, Paul Sheldon, might be in some kind of trouble. You mean Paul Sheldon, the writer? Everybody sure likes those misery books. They had it at the store, Paul. They said he checked out last Tuesday. Isn't that a little strange? I guess it was kind of a miracle you finding me. In a way, I was following you. Oh, Paul, I've read everything of yours, but the misery novels. You must be a good man. You could never have created such a wondrous, loving creature as Misery Chastain. Very kind. The presumption must now be that Paul Sheldon is dead. You dirty bird. How could you? Misery Chastain cannot be dead. Misery spirit is still alive. I don't want her spirit! I want her! And you murdered her! You don't think he's dead, do you? And don't even think about anybody coming for you, because I never called them. Nobody knows you're here. And you better hope nothing happens to me. Because if I die, you die. been out is this what you're looking for eventually you'll come to accept the idea of being here annie whatever you think i'm not doing please don't do it annie for god's shh darling trust me god's sake it's for the best god i love you So that was the trailer for Misery. Um, Listeners' scores for this. This is one of the highest scoring movies in the history of the show. Uh, 9 out of 10 from the listeners. Um, And then for Fear, a 6 out of 10. So score-wise, this is is up there. I think this has scored the highest this season and possibly the highest since the listeners have been scoring. Yeah. Yeah, I think so from looking back and remembering the stats. Yeah, I think so too. But it, I, I think the six out of 10 for fear is maybe a little high for me. Yeah, but you don't have as crazy fans as me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I think they saw your dance moves and stuff. I just am saying like, you're putting your body out there like that. You're asking to get harassed. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, mm, they like, Licking their lips and uh, you ain't chicken, okay? <laughs> Leave Scott alone. Leave him alone. Anyways, yeah, but for me, like, it's scary in essence to be stalked, or not really stalked, but, like, 
be a captive, but yeah, I don't know, six out of 10, but I don't know. That's just me. Well, we'll, we'll get to our scores later and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get between us. Um, Misery opens up with us meeting Paul Sheldon, uh, who's played by James Cunn, uh, who's just finished his latest novel about a character called Misery Chastain. Um, and after finishing his novel, he decides to drink heavily and Tokyo drift down a snow-covered mountain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the opening scene of this, when he's like, he's knocking back drink after drink, and then he's like, I'm just going to drive to town now. I was like, why? why? But like, there's a fucking blizzard. Like, did you not look outside? That was one thing, too, that it was like, you're driving erratic fucking snowing dude it's not like a, it's not like raining it's like nobody should be out in this shit <laughs> no and he, he's a brilliant uh, advert for not drinking and driving because he inevitably yeah. crashes um yeah. but it's fine because he has his crash and he's rescued by the delightful annie wilkes played by kathy bates um who honestly his luck couldn't be any better he's been saved not only by a fully qualified nurse who's fixed his legs um but also his biggest fan in the whole wide world. Number one fan. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? Okay. (laughs) Um, I think now's a good time to point out that this terrifies me and fuck no. Considering what I had around the house, I don't think there's a doctor who could have done any better. If anybody, if I ever injured, call an ambulance. Do not take me back to your house and try to fix me or repair me or feed me or anything just just get me proper mm-hmm. medical assistance please yeah yeah y'all y'all take him to the hospital don't be taking don't be his legs like this <laughs> no we don't 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 do that yeah plus it was 1990s so you have to think about it if somebody found you injured now they have a cell phone so they can like call but like then <laughs> what you do Nothing. Well, this is true. Well, you say that if people found you now, ninety-nine uh, now when you've got an injury, they've got a cell phone. They'd probably video it and put it on Instagram. Probably, <laughs> dumbasses. People are so fucking shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's been rescued. He's he's in a bed. He's being looked after. Um, and as Annie is his number one fan, he reluctantly agrees to let her read his finished manuscript of the new misery book. You'll never realize what a rare treat you've given me. Excitedly, over the next couple of days, she tells him how many pages she's read. She's like, I've read seven pages. I've read 15 pages. Yeah. I've got to ask, how slow does this bitch read? Not me either. I swear I was like, dude, I read a whole fucking novel in like in a sitting. <laughs> she, she reads like, <laughs> so like the first day she comes in, she's like, I've read 25 pages, Paul. Yeah. Paul's like, okay, great. The next day she comes in and it's nighttime. She's like, I've read 57 pages, Paul. Like, you, you've had a whole, like, 24 hours and you've read, like, 30 pages. What, what are you doing with the rest of your time? Do you think it's because of her obsession with him that she also had a romantic obsession with him, too, because you find out later on, I like, obviously, she has something for him. So maybe she was, like, savoring the moment of, like, I'm going to read these words really slow because I want to, you know, like, in, just, mmm, like a good soup. That's what I think. That's why she read it so slow because she was so obsessed. Maybe, maybe she 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 definitely has issues. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think now is a good time to bring in because I think Heather thinks I forgot. Um, 
There is a swear count on this episode. Oh, fuck you, motherfucker. You serious <laughs> again? Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Okay, those extra few were just to tally me up. But like, for real, I did not remember that. <laughs> what I tell y'all, y'all listen. Scott's taking advantage of my pregnancy brain, okay? I'm just going to let y'all know I'm calling him out. I'm bullying him back for bullying me over the Twilight books. They weren't mine. <laughs> I wish people could see this. They're going to hear it. Y'all going to be listening, but I wish y'all could see my face. I ain't do it. But if you go and watch on YouTube, you can see how Heather reacts when I do point them out. It's probably the best reaction <laughs> I've ever had from Heather in all the time I've recorded with her. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, they're showing. And I wanted to like bring my daughter on the screen and be like, this is the reason why. <laughs> Um, Anyways. after this we get to meet uh, another character who for me is not in the movie enough we get to meet misery the pig i mm, let me tell you something my farm animals fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them i said it a bunch i know um i don't like pigs it, it, i don't want no animals like that in my house so oh. i'm glad you like that pig yeah the, the pig was the pig is the most friendly character in the entire movie <laughs> i mean i thought buster was pretty nice you know the police officer yeah, yeah, but Buster, I liked him. Yeah, he, he he was nice, but he didn't come in and kind of jump all over the broken legs and try to kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> that pig was so ugly. I was like, look like ex boyfriends of mine. They're huh. so ugly. Um, mm -hmm. After we meet Misery the pig, mm -hmm. uh, we get Annie has a bit of a meltdown about <laughs> she reaches the end of the book. And Paul has decided to kill off Misery, Misery. Chastain. Mm -hmm. And to say she loses her shit is a <laughs> statement. Uh, I thought she was going to kill him. The, the first time I watched it, obviously this is a rewatch for me, but the first time I yeah. was like, this is one short movie. He's dead. I don't want her bitch! I want her! And you murdered her! Yeah, yeah, because it, it builds up to that. But again, yeah, you would think like how the rest is the movie going to fucking go because it's like uh, you just killed him. Yeah, she need to calm down, though, because uh, that character wasn't even real. Calm the fuck down. It's she okay. Very, very, very angry. She, she is obsessed. Of, uh, yeah, an obsessed fan. Mm -hmm. Kind of epitomizes that, like that Beatles mania or like all the craziness that goes with Harry Potter, all that. that yes wrapped into this one little character. Mm -hmm. And she does it so well. You did it! You did it! You did it! You murdered my mother, She's good. She's a great actress. It, yeah, she is. And she scares the shit out of me in this, where she goes from being so calm and nice and gentle yeah. and fucking psychotic. But then you get a backstory on her later, you know? You kind of start to see, like, this bitch is real fucking evil. Like, like she's not just like maybe bipolar. Like, nah, this bitch a murderer. Like, she crazy. She's got some serious issues. But yes. after her kind of, she goes to attack him and she doesn't. He decides he's going to get out and his legs mm -hmm. are fucked. So he kind of stands up and falls over and she plonks him back in bed. And that's the, that's the end of that escape. His legs look bad. Do you remember that when she first pulls the covers back and she, you see his feet? Yeah. Oh, that was like, for me, I was like, that looks so realistic and it was so horrible because she like kind of uh, 
rigged him up, you know, or whatever yeah. is bad. Yeah, she kind of splinted his legs and she, she's told him that her phone line's down because of all the snow, so she can't call <laughs> anyone. But when the phone lines come back up, don't worry, I'll call your agent and your family. And but you can't use the phone because it's a landline and you can't get downstairs. So just trust me, I'll do it. Yeah, we, you right then, you know, like this bitch is crazy. The lines like whatever, bitch. Bye. Um, I would have crawled out the window. I think I would. Me, me and Lisa, when we watched this, I was like, I don't care if I died in the snow. I would have taken my chances out of the house. Like whenever she left, you know, because she did leave him several times. And as, as the movie progresses, we see like he does try to kind of go through the house or I wouldn't really say escape, but looks around my ass my invalid ass would have been out that window i've been like a snake slithering in the snow i would have hit under the snow i don't you ain't, i mean you can die that's better than dying by her hands i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, definitely. i mean uh, annie's so upset with the end of his book that uh-huh. he presents him with a typewriter uh, which has got a broken n which try writing anything without the letter n um, and then she gives him some paper um, and instructs him to write misery back to life. Now, his book, the the one that he had with him, his manuscript has now been released at this point, and the whole world knows misery's dead, which is why yeah. he needs to write a new book to bring her back. Look what I got. They had it at the store, Paul. There was a whole batch of them there. And as soon as I saw it, I slammed my money down. I got the first copy. Paul has a plan. Um, he, while she's presenting him with the typewriter he spotted there's a hairpin on the floor and he's thinking he can use that to to pick the door so he tells her that she's bought the wrong paper yeah it was the most expensive one he's like yeah but it smudges and he types smudge on the typewriter and then rubs his thumb across it she goes from oh i got you the wrong paper to is there anything else you want is this all you want from she just again this this bipolar snap and yeah Anyone who's been in that sort of relationship, and unfortunately there are many people who have and who still Mm -hmm. are, knowing that people are capable of that is very, very scary. It is. And it's uh, knowing that they can go from being your best friend and Mm -hmm. loving and caring to fucking psychotic is terrible. And that's what makes this movie scary. It's not not what's happening. It's the threat of what could happen. Yeah. I totally agree with that because, I mean, people are actually our biggest, that's the scariest monster ever that was ever created is fucking people. (laughs) So there you go. She's so cray, though. I kind of felt her vibe, though, for a second. I was like, bitch, I'm pregnant. I'd be feeling like that sometimes. (laughs) Uh, I I think that's kind of how Lisa would react. I was like, oh, that's lovely, but it's the wrong one. She'd be like, I don't give a fuck. That's the one you'll get. <laughs> no, I no. See, that's me too. Like if I get something and I, I think I almost get defensive, but like, you know, you're kind of like, how dare you insult that? I went and bought you this expensive paper, but like, <laughs> bitch, it smudges. But she, she did give in and she went and got <laughs> yeah. the paper. Um, mm-hmm. So while she's out, Paul grabs the, the pin um, and he decides to, to get out of there. Um, he realizes quite quickly that the, the landline is fake. It's not a real landline. It doesn't go anywhere. Yep. It's dead. He also realizes that he can't get out the front door and his legs are fucked. And he has the yep. realization of, oh, what am I going to do? So he pinches a handful of drugs from the medicine cupboard 
and in the process of doing that he knocks over a little ornament of a was it a penguin i think it was a penguin it was a penguin yeah he knocks it over but he catches it but then if you notice you know he sets it back on the table but mm, he's stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the right way around at all. Uh-uh. When she comes back, he has this kind of mad, frantic panic to get back in his room. Yeah. And she opens the door and he's all sweaty. And she's like, Paul, what have you been doing? <laughs> I need my medicine. I, You know what's wrong with me. Like, okay, <laughs> I crazy motherfucker. You crazy too, just like her. Yeah, I, I think at that point, if you look at Kathy Bates, she is playing it almost like, you're nearly as fucked up as me. I'll give you some medication. Yeah, <laughs> I think that like he had to be a fucking psycho too, like her though, because he knew like if I don't act crazy or like act play into this shit, she's going to murder me. Like she's going to immediately kill me. And yeah, and again, this movie genuinely scares me. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Paul starts writing The Return of Misery um, mm-hmm. And he gets the first critique from Annie um, Which is a little bit like we get as podcasters On um, on Apple Podcast Reviews um, Right <laughs> um, And he goes, what do you think? And you can tell he's genuinely proud He's really tried hard Because he wants to get yeah. further And she's like, "Yeah, wrong, 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 wrong <laughs> She was fucking livid. It was like insulting to her. Uh, and then she follows that by slamming it down on his already broken legs. <laughs> that was that was pretty, that was petrifying because, you know, when you're in pain, it's like, what the fuck, man? She, she was, that's what's scary to me is like, God, she's torturous, you know? Yeah. Leave him alone. There's no let up in her whatsoever. She is. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, she, she's... F- She's full on all the time, but it's either full on as in, you're so wonderful, I love you, I wish I could be <laughs> like you. Meantime, you've got a lot of recovering to do, and I consider it an honor that you'll do it in my home. Or full on of, I'm going to fucking kill you now. Bipolar. <laughs> uh, anyone who's suffering with bipolar, please make sure you take your meds. because Or watch please this do. movie. Yeah. But also, we're not making fun of you. I'm not making fun of anybody that has a mental illness. But um, yeah, if you have have a situation. Yeah, if you (laughs) have a mental illness and you are prescribed medication, please take it because you you need to take it. Yeah. Uh, It's it's there for a reason to to help Mm -hmm. you get better and help you cope with your mental illness. Don't go full on Kathy Bates on people because that's not cool. Annie Wilkes, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Um, after a few rewrites of the book, uh, Paul finally has a, a section that meets Annie's approval. Yeah. Um, and he's got a chance now to put his plan into action. So he proposes that they have a, a meal to celebrate with wine. And Annie's like, oh, this is wonderful. He really likes me. I love, this is one of my favourite scenes in the movie. Uh-huh. Build it up to these. He's going to get the powder from the drugs he's taken. And put it in a glass of wine to escape. Yes. And it's built up so well. So this movie, and not a lot happens. And <laughs> when we review this, it's going to be a very quick review because there's only kind of, there's lots of the same stuff. There's lots of very repetitive yes. scenes, but they're not repetitive. But for me to tell you all of them would be dull. But this scene in particular, they build it up that he's got these drugs and he's hidden them and he's kept them safe. And he's going to put them in a glass of wine. He puts them in a glass of wine when she's not looking. She turns around and sends the glass of wine flying. 
and it's it just it's such a funny moment where the look on his face he's like fuck yeah he's fucked no he's fucking double fucked okay like you look it's almost like she did it on purpose too i was like did she do that on purpose like did she is she because you know she's psycho so it's like was she ahead of him it may be called on, but I think she just fucking knocked it over. But yeah, but God. look on his face. It's like when you've got everything planned in your head mm-hmm. and it all crumbles in front of you. He performs that look. And we've all done that look where we've gone. Oh, <laughs> but he does it so, yeah. so well. Well, I mean, it's just defeat because at this point he's like, fuck, I can't escape now. Like yeah. this was my chance. And now just dumb, clumsy bitch <laughs> knocked her. <laughs> How dare her? You know what I want to say? There's a hate crime in that part. She spilt all that good wine and I can't have it. <laughs> no, so not fuck that, her. Not that you're bitter at all. I'm bitter about that a little bit. You don't waste it and don't drink it around me or I'll be upset. <laughs> I don't let my husband drink it around me. I say, go in the other room. I won't look at your face. <laughs> go and sit outside and drink your wine. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it does nothing for you. Anyways. <laughs> um, obviously now Paul's trapped and he's got no way of getting out now. And and this scene, again, I, I really like this scene. It's almost like a it's like a scene from Rocky, but it's a writing montage where he's mm-hmm. typing away and then Annie's looking at it and she'll shake her head and then he'll sigh and then he types some more and then she's like nodding. Uh, and it's, it's about a three minute scene. It's like a it's like a training montage. Yeah, yeah. Of. I think it's great. It is. It's I like it. It's in the nineties, but it is such an eighties cut of a movie. Oh yeah, the movie kind of almost has a late eighties feel. To be honest with you, nineteen ninety. So we're right there, really close. But I mean, I think it could have went for like eighty eight. To be honest yeah. with you, like it looks like that. Yeah, it, it definitely does. Um, in the process of him being trapped Annie fucks off quite regularly she she goes down to town and she, she does mm-hmm. shit she, she just wanders off and, and leaves Paul to his own devices yeah um one of these trips where she does that he goes nosing around uh and he goes snooping and he finds her scrapbook which uh, I can only describe as like her hall of fame scrapbook yeah it says memory lane on the front of it's like a photo album yeah. But but you think maybe there's photos. Yeah, but it's like a macabre fucking photo album of shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> it detail it pretty much details all of her previous victims including her her dad, yeah. her roommate, um when she worked as a nurse, numerous patients and babies. Did you uh, notice that too? All those babies, that bitch. Yeah, in the book, they make a a much bigger thing of that. So in the book, they go much more into that. So um, so she worked as a nurse and she was working in an old old person, a geriatric wing of the hospital. Yes. um, Where she could kill patients fairly easily. Yeah. They die regular. It's it's not uncommon for someone in their 90s to die. So she was killing those off. She then got transferred to the baby unit. And then she was killing babies and then she got found out. She got charged, but got cleared. And that's why she lives in the fuck, bumfuck nowhere because. Yeah. Because people hate her and want her to die. So that's, that's what that in the book. That's why she lives up in the mountains. And see, they don't indicate that in the film. Like only know that she has this fucking, you know, horrible past 
because he finds the book. But yeah, I get that. I need to read the novel. I haven't read it. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I just haven't because that's how I be. Of course you fucking have it. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just holding up a copy of Misery. <laughs> yes. So that. everybody, when you, when everybody listening, like obviously we're on video so I can see Scott. I'm just like, okay, well, at least I ain't got Twilight in the back right now. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure I moved my Twilight books. My Twilight books are gone. They're gone. <laughs> bye bye. Just, just like Paul's legs. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> when Paul sees Annie's book of fame, Look yeah. at her part. He freaks. And he is stupid because he goes to the kitchen and takes a knife. So he opened everyone. If you've got a knife drawer at home, you open your knife drawer. Yeah. One, everyone's got one really, really big knife that you will see every time yeah. you open it. He takes that knife. Why would you take the biggest, most obvious thing in that drawer? But, but then he takes it out of the like knife holder that's on but, the counter, right? Yeah. So that's way more noticeable than in a fucking drawer. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, like, and then he takes it to bed and then he goes to sleep. It, in his little sling thing. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Paul, he must have hit his head. It, I think he did. Uh, it, he should have been ashamed. And I think when yeah. he wakes up to Annie sticking a needle in his neck to sedate him, he, he regretted his decision. Of having oh, a knife. Yeah. He didn't even get to use the fucking knife on her that I recall. I don't think he even did. It was just like no. she was ahead of her shit. Like she's crazy. Don't fucks with her. And now we get the scene that made this movie famous. We get the the hobbling scene with the ankles and the block of wood. Oh yeah. This scene, even today, is mm -hmm. uncomfortable to watch and looks incredible and it's yes. she basically gets a big lump of wood and she puts it in between his ankles while he's strapped to the bed and she takes a sledgehammer to one foot but she's she's not angry this is what makes it worse is she's really yes. like, don't worry just one more to go we can't have you walking around and i know you've been in my medicine cupboard i know you found my scrapbook and i know <sighs> you my penguin and then she like walks around and breaks the other foot. It's horrific. Yeah, because they do show they kind of show like a close up, like the way his ankle kind of gets. It is so gross. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! I'd it, rather just hit me in the head. Yeah, I, I'm not one for enduring pain, as anyone who mm -hmm. watched my live Lego walk is very aware. Amazing! <laughs> I thought it was amazing. I like really need to put. I need to like put it on a DVD so I can just like have it forever. <laughs> it was great. It was great. <laughs> um, but that, that hobbling scene where they done the, the ankles, they actually made a foot out of gelatin mm -hmm. um, and had his, le his leg just above that. Um, and she was really nervous. Kathy Bates was really nervous about actually hitting him because she swung her yeah. towards his leg and she's only two inches two three inches away from his actual leg when she hits the yes. rubber no that's a little too risky for me I mean I get it you need a good effect for the film but I've been like bitch don't hit my ankles yeah because like, she could have and mm. actually 
broke his fucking ankle yeah. <laughs> like for real and if they'd done that i really hope they would have kept it in because it would have made it so realistic oh god oh the pain because there would have oh. been a real reaction yeah what's that mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> i would definitely if i was james Carter, i'd definitely be going um have i not got a stunt double is there a stunt double anywhere right let them endure the pain i'm i'm the fucking talent okay yeah. <laughs> well he was up for doing this movie but he was really uh -huh. When he realized he was spending all of his time in bed, he said this yeah. is the hardest role he's ever had to do because he's quite a, an active actor. He A lot yeah. of his acting is with his body. And when they said, oh, no, you're, you're going to be laying in a bed for 15 weeks, he's like, sorry. I couldn't do that either. That that would that would have been hard for me as well because I would have been like, you know, because even now he's much older, but like he still looks kind of buff. Like he's kind of a buff fucking papal. We, we say Papa in the South, grandfather, let me say it proper. <laughs> but anyway, like he, he was in a comedy movie that I like. And uh, I was like, oh my God, that's fucking misery, dude. <laughs> Cause I can never pronounce his last name right. Cause how you say it? Khan. Khan. Yeah. I'm gonna say it like I'm English. Khan. <laughs> well, he's, he's great as well he's he's been in yeah. so many movies if anyone goes to imdb and have a look he's done more movies than anybody so yeah. so many just the list goes on and on and on and on and he's down in town again um and the sheriff who's who's kind of been half arsing the investigation um he he's not really been doing a great deal to find paul in all honesty no the whole town has done nothing no uh, and he spots annie just behaving a little bit weird and a little bit angry so he goes up to to talk to annie and she's very charismatic and nice and she invites him in and she shows him round and basically sends him on his way and as he's leaving he hears shouting coming from the basement so yeah. he bursts back in he runs around to the basement door where he looks down and he sees paul and Paul's like, oh, my God, thank God, someone's come to save me. And then Annie <laughs> shoots him. What is she? Is it a shotgun? She shoots him in the back. Yes. Yeah. Right in his fucking back, but goes through his chest. And I was like, boy, why <laughs> you do that? Now Virginia can't get Buster's dick because that's all she tried to do the whole movie anyway. I forgot about that. So, so the, the his sheriff, wife. Yeah. The sheriff Buster. Buster and his wife are, are they in their... 60s do we think 50s? See, uh, we're gonna no we're gonna say 60s i'm gonna he looked pretty up in age i don't just yeah. saying 60 and yeah. she's his deputy and yeah mm -hmm. they go anywhere she's like yeah are you gonna pull over and, and like give me some and he's like yes he's like when we're at work i'm the sheriff and you're the you're the deputy she's like oh, i like it when you talk like that she all she wanted was sex Oh, she's like a horny old woman. Like, I know they have granny porn and shit. Okay, please don't ever watch it. Listeners, let me tell y'all something. This is a PSA from Heather. Don't fucking do it. Don't fucking watch it. I don't care if it's your thing. Please make not make it your thing. It's, <laughs> it's traumatizing anyways. And don't worry about how I know. Anyway, <laughs> I've seen some shit on the internet. And I swear to God, I almost died. But anyway, yeah, so Virginia was hilarious. Because she was like the steamy, steamy woman. And she was like rubbing his thigh. And it was like she wanted her man yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> like, all the time. But and, yeah, uh, fuck that. I don't and, know. And Annie's taken that away. So no, no, more, no more dick for her. Well, 
Yeah, they don't, we don't ever hear anything else from her, even about Buster getting killed. So <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> no, we don't. Again, in the book, they do a little bit more on that, but it's again in the book, even in the book, that's kind of irrelevant. It's yeah, he's yeah. dead. That's that's he, all we need to know. Yeah, he's, he's definitely dead. After this, Annie tells Paul that she's now not going got any choice because she shot the sheriff she needs yeah. to shoot him and then herself and Paul's like oh fuck and Paul yeah. manages very quickly thinking on his feet to convince her uh-huh. to let him finish misery's return let me finish the yeah. book that then you can kill me and you that, that's fine but let me finish the book first and she buys that it's because she's because it's like at certain times she's super clever and then other times her fucking brain doesn't work because the psychosis of everything is taking over. So it's like she just really, I think, again, wanted him to love her like in an affectionate way, I think. Yeah. And and just before we, we get to the finale, that there is a moment where she has a, a lucid moment where she turns mm-hmm. around and goes, look, I really do love you. I know you don't, yeah. so don't say it. Um, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go and go and have some time to myself now, which really humanized that character that mm-hmm. she was a normal person in that crazy outer shell. Well, yeah, she was. I just think she had the it, like something was wrong with her because she wanted love and um, her way of trying to get love was like, oh, I'm going to keep this fucking guy captive. And he will love me. It's not the normal way, you guys. You don't force somebody to love you. He didn't get out of the cock-a-doody car! They won't do it. Big no-no. It's a big (laughs) no-no. Shortly after this, he's finished Misery's Return. Um, And he asked Annie for three things. He said he needs a cigarette, a match, and a Don Perignon, which is what he'd done at the very beginning when he Mm -hmm. finished the manuscript. And it was Don Perignon that he'd been necking that caused Mm -hmm. him into the situation he's in now from his yeah drink, yeah his drink drive don't drink drive you could get captured and tortured i mean isn't that really fancy champagne right that brand yeah. is like expensive but when she says it wrong like dumb or something i'm like oh, that'd be stupid <laughs> dummy but she does say it wrong and he's like yes that will work and i'm like well you trying to save your ass like you say you're trying and she, she brings back the three things and brings him a glass. He's like, oh, but you didn't get a glass for you. And she she's really excited. She's like, really? Oh, oh. And yeah. she goes off to get a glass. And when she comes back, he set the book on fire. Yep. <laughs> Fuck her. I would have to. <laughs> I think at this point he's realized he's dying whatever. So he's going out on his terms. Yeah. And we have another brilliant moment where, again, she loses her shit. Very much. And they have a a, a proper a proper fight. It's not a it is a proper mm-hmm. proper fight. There's fists thrown and he grabs a handful of the manuscript that's burning and shoves it in her mouth and tells that's her so brutal though if you think about it like you know because his legs were not healed yet so he has all this upper body strength because he has to and it's like fucking eat it and he's like i'm like oh god choke or he's like choke on this bitch and it was just like you know because she didn't like cussing she wouldn't fucking like me then no i was i was gonna say that later that 
<laughs> if she met you or me, I don't think we would be friends with her. No, I ain't gonna be friends with her. I mean, I like Kathy Bates, like as Kathy Bates, but yeah. like as Annie Wilkes, no. But she does say cocksucker. I think it's when they're fighting, right? Yes. And she does say like calls him a cocksucker or something, but that's, I mean, obviously they're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, and I don't condone violence against women, but at this point he needs to fight back he has to because she's i mean she has the strength over him and her legs <laughs> he's like lieutenant dan he ain't got no legs <laughs> i mean not right now <laughs> oh, oh, oh i never ever thought i would get a forrest gump reference on this show you will i love, I love lieutenant dan i know i do too Lieutenant Dow. Is it uh, Gary yeah. Gary Sinise? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah. He's a good actor, but like that movie is mwah, Chef's yeah. Kiss. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I love. So yeah, go and watch yeah. Forrest Gump. Yes, it, it, it'll <laughs> make you cry a little bit if you're. I get emotional, so it's funny and and it's very endearing. So. Yeah, it is a little bit like Misery. Anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. No, <laughs> except for nobody's legs get chink chink, ankle chink chink. You say that that there is Lieutenant Downs lose his legs. There, there he is. He lost him because he was in the war. He was fighting. I'm not being funny. The, the, Paul Sheldon <laughs> was in the war. He got his legs smashed with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I know, but it's it's still different. It's like you. Okay, whatever. We're not going to get in a fight because <laughs> I'm definitely more Annie Wilkes right now. You know, my baby's making me angry. Did you know that? I, baby's I, make you mad. Yeah, we covered that on the YouTube episode. So go, go and mm -hmm. listen to Heather and me discuss how listen. pregnancy makes you insane. Listen and watch, because I was wearing like the coolest fucking shirt ever. Actually, it was my husband's shirt. So thank you. Thank yes. you, Stephen. You were. You were incredibly 80s for that episode. And I, I had to be. We had to be. I should have gave you the memo. I should have been like, Scott, can you find a shirt, funky shirt at a shop or something or just go get you one, whatever. Yeah, well, I, didn't. I, went, I went all black on a black background. So I just looked like a head <laughs> on that episode. <laughs> I can't, you know, I have to get to watching it, of course. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, we both did. <laughs> we like black, though. That's her thing. That's her thing. Um, this fight ends with her effectively falling on the big kitchen knife that he that he had. Um, and, and she dies and it fades to black. Um, when it fades back up, Paul sat in a restaurant with his agent. Um, yeah. And his agent's going why don't you write the story of what happened to you? And he's like, how would you feel about a nonfiction book about what went on in that house? I do not want to re relive that. Why would I want yeah. to? And she, he's like, well, I think it, he's like, you want me to relive the terrible trauma I had just so we can make some money? And he's yeah. kind of like, yeah, that's exactly what I want you to do. Because um, she gets rich too. Hello. Exactly that. Um, and he basically says that he's over it, but he still has moments where he'll think about that. He'll think about Annie. Um, and then yeah. you see the waitress walking in and yeah. Annie Wilkes. Yeah. And as she gets closer, you see it's not Annie Wilkes. It was just him kind of hallucinating her because um, he's suffering with severe PTSD, I'd imagine. The, the waitress comes up to him and she hits him with the line, oh, hi, Paul Sheldon. I'm your biggest fan. I just want to tell you I'm your number one fan. And the movie ends. Yeah, I I mean, like, I get it. But I sometimes, depending on my mood, I'll get, like, really fucking salty. And I'll be like, God damn it. 
why did it end like that? Like, but I know, okay, so she is dead. Annie's dead. Yeah. But I needed to see her body, like, transport it to the dead machine, the dead factory, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, I kind of think I get irritated about parts like that in films. But it, now, it doesn't make me not like the film, but I'm just kind of like, all right, we just jump. We literally just jump to a new scene. Like, we don't even... I still need to know where if Buster, where they buried Buster, because that was fucked up yeah. that they killed the cop. Okay, she shot the sheriff, but she did not shoot the deputy. No, I I imagine the deputy would want to shoot her though. And well, yeah, because that was her dick. Like <laughs> we're gonna call her the deputy. I don't know, but anyway, it was a small town. What was it? A uh, Silver Creek, I yes. think, is what it was. Colorado, is yeah. that right? Okay, yes. and it's um. Well, when you see her go down town, it's very similar to the town from Gremlins. There's like two roads. Oh, yeah. I saw that and I was like, the fuck if I'm living here? I can't be isolated like that. I I think I would quite like it. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I got to be by the shops and the stores. I got to be by Walmart. I got to be by every the hospital in case... Just whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really like the country. So I felt like it was definitely very rural or whatever. Um, and all that snow, like I like snow, but fuck that shit. Uh-uh. Not that kind of shit. No. Um, without a doubt, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, Same. I'm going to go, we're going to go into three word reviews. And I, I think I'm going to get both of us to give one on this as well. So. Um, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no prep. We, we, we're just going to do it off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's oh, a God. Reviews. I asked you for them. I think it's time we hear them. It's this week's three word reviews from the listeners. So, uh, regular three-word reviewer, uh, Fright Swag, uh, Broke Foot In. Um, And they're a horror account uh, with style and flavour. I love that description of their account. I haven't got style and flavour. They have. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got Ryan Lessica, uh, who's got fan fiction gone wrong, uh, and he's a filmmaker. Uh, We've got Office of Pop Culture, uh, and I like this one, Broke Foot Mountain. <laughs> that was fucking clever. <laughs> oh, I like that. That sounds uh, like that sounds like Heather's type. Of, that's my kind of humor. I like that. Uh, and that's a pop culture account. Uh, we've got the car bear, uh, which I love. Is um, you mm-hmm. dirty bird? Ah. Oh. She she calls him that when she's talking about the swear. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's like you. Mu-. In fact, when you listen to the beginning of this episode, you'd have heard have that conversation with. <laughs> With that character, we we had the conversation yeah. about swearing yeah. very openly <laughs> on this show. Um, and uh, the car bear is an aspiring actress. Uh, we've got uh, superficial males, uh, bone crushing fun, um, and she's one half of the damn fine TV horror podcast. Uh, and then finally, uh, which quite aptly I think is the best one to, to end it with your three word reviews, is Pip Shot Homebrew, uh, your biggest fan. Um, and he's a, a home brewer uh, and a big fan of the show. Been listening since the very, awesome. very beginning. Um, my three word review for this. Uh, it's fucked up. 
<laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> this movie honestly sits in the top, probably the top five scariest movies for me. This genuinely terrifies mm. me. I, yeah. I don't like the idea of being in that relationship you can't get out of where the your partner is a loose cannon all the time mm -hmm. I, i've been in relationships like that in the past and it's really really not very nice it's fucking scary um but also the thought of being trapped and isolated with someone who could potentially and is actively looking at some point at killing me yeah that just gives me the worst anxiety ever that is horrific yeah that makes sense. I mean, because nobody wants to be stalked and nobody wants to be um, obsessed, obsessed over in that way. Like, no. that's not healthy. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely not. Um, what three word have you got for this then, Heather? Oh, man. Uh, okay, so I was going to go with horny lady cop. <laughs> I'm going to bring something funny because, like, seriously, I feel like people that have watched this, they probably didn't pay attention to all the sexual innuendo between Buster and Virginia, okay? This is a small town. They are basically the cops, the sheriff, the deputy, whatever of this town. But like literally every fucking scene with her in it, which happens more at the beginning, she wants it. Yeah. She wants it. She gonna get that dick. And like that's her. You do not want to be calling the police for anything in that town because guaranteed they're not coming. They're fucking. They are coming. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. <laughs> but it's so like, I don't know. I just, it, I like that. And I, I forgot about it when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, I like Virginia. She a slut. I like her though. Because <laughs> it just added a little comedic relief for a movie that is so intense, it's so anxiety ridden. So I wouldn't say that it's super scary to me, but it does give me, it almost kind of triggered some memories for me because mm. I can relate to Paul Sheldon in some ways. Yeah, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I think there's lots of people who can and people who, who are listening to the show who probably yeah. can as well. Um, yeah. And if you have been in that situation, getting out of it is very very difficult but thankfully I've got a, a loving partner in Lisa now and she's she's yeah. wonderful and she's kind of nice and but getting out of that relationship that I've had before was mm -hmm. was not easy to do and mm -hmm. I, I know normally it tends to be you'll hear this a lot more with a, a male oppressing a, a female Mm -hmm. um, but it, it does happen the other way. I've been on the receiving end, and poor old Paul yep. Sheldon was definitely on the fucking receiving end of a sledgehammer twice. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, yeah, definitely men. Men can be the victims of a domestic abusive relationship. Not to downplay it, obviously it happens to women far more, but bitches be crazy too, okay? Yeah, yeah they, they crazy. Uh, and going on from crazy... That was this week's three, this thick. That was this okay. week's three word reviews. Um, Don't fix it. Don't you dare edit that out. You <laughs> fucking, you go with it. Yeah, look, watch a little bit of blood. I did it too. I don't care. <laughs> we're we're going to leave that in because if I don't, Heather will be a full Annie Wilkes on me. <laughs> that was That's this right. Week, uh, that was this week's three word reviews. And next, we're going to do fucked up fans. I'm your number one fan. There is nothing to worry about. You're going to be just fine. 
I'll take good care of you. I'm your number one fan. Right, welcome to the very first Fucked Up Fans. Um, I'm sure in 10, 15, 20 episodes time, I'm going to have a lot more of you to, to go through. Uh, I'm going to start with one that's been a pain in the ass for quite a while. Um, then I'm going to do some others that I'm not really going to name, but I'm going to tell what they do. And you'll know who you are because I know you listen to the show. Uh, so yep. the first one is a, an account on Instagram. They're gruesomely something. Um, I know they listen. Hello. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank yeah, you. thank you. Thank, thank you. you um, so th- this all started. This was an account that followed me on Instagram and I followed them. Um, mm-hmm. They listened to the show. They sent me a couple of messages. I messaged back. They liked my stuff. I liked theirs. I then got a message out of the blue going, um, you don't support me as much as I support you. I was like, that's true. I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I'll, I'll try and keep an eye out. I've not seen much of your stuff pop in my newsfeed. Um, yeah. This is an older lady and she tends to post, she'll post like a random horror picture, but then she'll post a picture of her like, in her underwear. I'm, I'm not going to like that. She's, she's an older lady. That's not my cup of tea. And I thought, Ain't nobody trying to look at her granny ass panties. That's no. why. Um, so th- this went backwards and forwards for a little while and th- then it all went quiet. Um, and then she sent me a message going, you've done it again. You're not, you're not supporting me. This is fucking ridiculous. And I went, do you know what crazy bitch block? Yeah. I blocked her. That, that, that was that dumb. Uh, the following day I received a review for this podcast on Apple podcast. You can all go and read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the, I'm gonna. The review basically said, "I know you don't support me anymore. I supported you. Um, I think it's terrible that you support women who are half naked on Instagram, but you didn't support me." Okay. And then followed that with five stars. So thank you very much for my five star review. I'm I'm over the moon. <sighs> so it doesn't really matter, like the verbiage that she put down. She hit the five stars, so that's gonna help. So thank you, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> And then she followed this with, um, so you'll all know Mark from MW Horror Reviews. He's, he's on the show regular. Um, she then contacted his wife. Uh, she'd already <laughs> had similar conversations like me and her had had with Mark saying, yeah. you don't support me enough, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. She then contacted Mark's wife to say that Mark was having an affair uh, with, with a lady on Instagram. This lady lives in the United States and Mark lives in Northern England. Yeah. That I mean, is, it, yeah. and it, it was complete, it was complete false rubbish. And what, what happened is, is Mark's wife messaged the girl who she accused of, and the girl's like, "Who is this bitch who's saying nasty stuff about me? I need to know because I need to block." Yeah. Um, and she is, without a shadow of a doubt, my craziest fan. You scare the living shit out of me. I know you live in the UK. Um, thank you very much Uh-oh. for listening to the show, but leave me the fuck alone. Please. Yeah, bitch, leave my fucking friend alone, bitch. <laughs> uh, and that, that's my quite scary, not very nice one. Uh, we're going to get into some of the funny ones now. Um, another listener to the show, you know who you are, uh, every week ans- asks me for feet pics. Uh, the answer Ooh. is still no. <laughs> <laughs> you can make some money, though. But, I mean, he he or she, whoever it is, it is asking a- you. Okay, it's, What? Yeah. Oh, he saw, mm, he's trying to get a taste of that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, he he regularly asks for feet pics. I don't block him. He's very polite. He's very nice. It's, if, if he's I into, mean, he's feet, but, but he, he's not getting my feet pics. <laughs> you should but, just like send him some other feet. I don't know. Obviously, how would he know if they're your feet? I'm quietly confident that he did watch the Lego walk. 
Oh, I'm, I'm sure that he was like, mm, I bet you he did watch it. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. I don't, I, I don't even have no goddamn words for this shit. Um, and the final <laughs> one, this is my favorite of all of my crazy fans. And I, I'm not even going to go out and say this, this, this guy is crazy. I, in fact, I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl. Um, yeah. They are a, a, a religious account. They're, they're a, a worshipping account. Um, and they listen to the show every week. Uh, thank you very much for, for listening. Um, and they politely message me after every show um, and point out the things that I've done that will have upset God and pleased the devil. Okay. Um, and then they try to save my soul. And it is a weekly conversation. Uh, we've discussed uh, from the Scream episode, The Devil Truly Has Me Now. Um, the Exorcist episode, I'm going to need an exorcist if I'm not careful. Um, he knows one, he can send one, or she knows one, they can send one. Yeah, that's um, cool. Send one over. Uh, that's fine. Really, really, really nice person. Really polite. I, 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 think, I think they actually enjoy the show, but they feel guilty for listening. <laughs> but that's so strange though so it, you're gonna have to tell me on the dl who these yeah. motherfuckers are <laughs> i mean because i have to be like if they had a problem with your show like in that sense like don't fucking ever listen to any of my episodes because <laughs> oh. i talk about some fucked up shit when i'm reviewing the movie and i don't give a fucking flying tartar sauce yeah the, that's the, what the, i said the only time I I pushed them to the point that I thought they were upset was the Exorcist episode when I said that I'm not a uh, that I was raised Catholic. Yes. Catholic account, and then that I no longer believe. Yes. That okay. That, that I think come close to tipping them over the edge, but they've been fine since then. Well, you know what I've always been told is like true Christianity now, supposedly they don't judge other people, right? So they're not supposed to force religion on you. If you believe what you believe, they're not, they're not supposed to say you don't fucking pass judgment. Shut the fuck up and go stick your Bible up your ass if you're going to act like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, but, but they, are, they are really nice. So I, I, yeah. I don't. I don't mind people messaging me and critiquing me or saying I'm going to hell or anything like that, as long as they do it in a nice way. That's super <laughs> passive aggressive, Scott. I'm not <laughs> sure that I'm going to say that's very nice. I think that you're just being really nice. And I would be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Like, but that's me because I'm mean. Um, and it's the baby's fault. It's not me. Actually, I'm super sweet. Like, mm, I'm sweet as ice cream. But it's really the baby that's making me super mad. Um, yeah, I don't know. You, I, I think you have me beat in the stalker kind of crazy stories. I, I think. Why are people bothering you like that? Shit. Uh, I, I don't. It, it, it's entered. I mean, the feet pick guy. You know who you are, and the <laughs> you know who you are as well. Yeah. They're genuinely nice people. They're just. Yeah. They just. Want I mean, things, they just want things I can't give them. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, you you uh, had some crazy people. Yes, I have had, and I really don't say like, oh, you know who you are. Um, but I mean, they they do know who the fuck they are. But I think that like what happens with me with, with me being a woman is that I would get lots of messages, especially when I first started doing the podcast and like would show pictures of myself, my face, you know, whatever. I would get a lot of like fucking dumb shit 
they would be like, oh, you're so hot. Oh my God. But, and I'd be like, okay, what the fuck ever? I don't fucking care, bitch. You don't know what I actually look like. I put a filter on my picture, y'all. <laughs> y'all stupid if you believe it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cute, but like, Jesus Christ, like it's the fucking filter, get over it. And I'm just a fucking person. But anyway, so I would get shit like that. A little bit of inappropriateness where it'd be like, oh, you're so hot. Uh, do you have any full body pics? Okay. So I feel like all women get messages like that, right? It doesn't even matter what the woman looks like. But us talking about this movie, I have to say this, and I'll sum the story up really quickly. I actually have been in a very physically and mentally abusive relationship before. Um, So the whole bipolar aspect of all that, it was my first marriage. He was bipolar. So I totally, totally understand Paul's fear and I also can understand how like Annie was like oh I love you but then like go enraged because I literally lived that for seven years um it was really fucking crazy obviously I have no contact that you know it's my daughter's uh, dad and I don't give a fuck about calling his stupid fucking ass all uh, out because he's fucking fat and he wears Crocs so fuck you. <laughs> I said what I said. I don't care. But I mean, I was young, you know, I was like 16 and a half when we met. And so that's always like resonated with me though, because I think that being in that situation so young, your brain does change. Yeah. You see people differently. Cause I used to be such much more of a, I'd say a pushover and being with someone so fucking psychotic, literally that would be, he was manic. So he would have manic episodes and then super depressive episodes. So being with someone like that, it was, you basically perceive people differently. You're like, I don't know. I think your guards always continuously up. And I had a hard time. It took me years. Like I went to therapy and all kinds of bullshit. So you guys, if you are in a physical, you know, uh, in a relationship that's abusive, even mental, it doesn't matter. Emotional get, I'm telling you right now, get the fuck out. Cause they're not, they're probably not going to change. Yeah. Not without a lot of help, not without a lot of counseling and not with, they have to have the will to change. So, you know, like I said, on, as far as social media stuff goes, I just not now, <laughs> but yes, back, back in the day, I don't have anything as good as Scott's. I mean, nobody asked me for feet pics. <laughs> I feel like that's more Facebook. <laughs> it's like, how are you doing today? Beautiful. I'm Zuzu Pazuzu do 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 do. That was their name, literally. And it'd be like, oh, can you please be my friend? And I'm like, why am I getting these messages? That see, that happens to me on Facebook almost every day. Weird. Yeah. I don't know what they are. I think they're bots. Yeah, but possibly, or they're just crazy people. And and if you are listening and you've not and you are crazy and you've not messaged me before. Um, don't do it but please send me a message I'm, I'm quite oh. happy to talk to you <laughs> Scott why are you you I think you low-key like it I think I do <laughs> I think you like it you're sicko you can't be sicko like that come on listen let Heather help you I'm gonna sing you a song okay and it's gonna make you feel better I'm actually not gonna sing <laughs> it's fine because after, after this episode's aired I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my religious account send me oh messages that, that'll talk me through it it's fine <laughs> yeah you're you're gonna really get your ass dealt with after this because i promise you those won't be the last accounts that do that no, to you no and I, you're gonna get send the feet pics just send somebody's feet <laughs> take a picture do you have a doggy right yeah yeah take a picture of your dog's feet 
be like, I'm morphing, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He might like it. Uh, Anyway, that's all of the the crazy people dealt with. Um, Yes. Let's get into um, this week's facts. They've only gone and done it. The listeners have given us a fact. So our first fact this week comes in from Skellington fan, who you all know from the Evil Dead episode. Um, Mm -hmm. Really, really, really wonderful person. Great account on Instagram. Um, The sledgehammer scene uh, was supposed to be his foot cut off with an axe, as it is in the book. Um, But the studio found it too controversial to put on screen. Hmm. That would have been horrific. And it's horrific in the book. I think that if they would have put it like how it is in the book like that, it would have made the movie much darker. And I think they would have had to change other aspects of the movie to make it fit to be more darker as well. Yeah. So in the book, it's a lot darker and he's a lot switches between Mm -hmm. really, really loving and really, really psychotic are a lot more severe. Um, Okay. In the, you know, when she has a little meltdown about him swearing and she has to clean the soup off the bed. In yes. the book, she makes him drink the water that she cleans the bed with. Okay, so it, she's much more vile, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah much, much darker character. Um, the book, also the main focus of the book is Paul's addiction with pain meds, which aren't isn't touched on at all in this film. Oh, no, absolutely not. Um, so in the book, he he's battling with, he needs the pain meds because he's addicted to them, but he also needs to save them to, to drug Annie. Yeah. So that's a big chunk, big chunk of the book. And this is actually all because Stephen King, this book is about Stephen King's cocaine addiction. Yeah. This yeah. book is, is his way of writing his addiction out. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Annie Wilkes is Stephen King's favourite character. Of all hmm. he created, Annie Wilkes stands above the rest because, in his words, when he sits down to write Annie Wilkes, he has no idea what she's going to do before he starts writing. Yeah, I like that. I like that, though. That makes a lot of sense, actually, because her character is so... She doesn't have one dimension about her. No, no, she definitely doesn't. Um, so when... Stephen King wrote this. Um, Stephen King used to write under a pseudonym, uh, Richard Barkman. Uh, mm-hmm. This was going to be released as a Barkman book um, because it's not supernatural horror and Stephen King is supernatural horror. About three months before this book was released, he got revealed as Barkman um, and then released it as a Stephen King book and issued a statement saying, this will now be a Stephen King book because Richard Barkman has died of cancer under the pseudonym. <laughs> I mean, clever to have, uh, you know, an alter ego like that or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I would have known it was King. Like, even if I didn't know and I had only known about like one movie, I just he has a writing style that I swear you can just pick it out. You could be blind and deaf and still be like, I know who this is. It's so it's so different. Yeah, it is. And this book in particular is one of my favorite Stephen King books because it's it's there's an element in this so in the movie you've got Paul Sheldon is writing Misery's Return mm-hmm. and in the book he's doing that as well but in the book you get to read some of the chapters from Misery's Return so you're actually reading a book within a book it's very yeah. very, clever. Yeah. very clever I need I need to read it so I'll have to 
um, go thrifting or searching for it. I'm sure, because it's older, I can find it pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, you will. And the, the, the final fact for this, which I, I still find unbelievable because he's such a great actor. Uh, mm -hmm. James Kahn did not read the book before he took this role and still yeah. to this day has not read the book. I can believe that. Like, I mean, being a huge horror fan and I like Stephen King a whole lot as well. I haven't read it nearly enough of his books and I'm okay with admitting it. You know, it's like, I just haven't. <laughs> so which, there you go. which ties in lovely to our, our very, very first giveaway. We're doing a we're, we're doing a giveaway on the You Run podcast. I said I've said for ages that yeah I want the show to grow and I want to be able to do a giveaway. And then I thought, do you know what? I can give something away. Now, don't get all super excited. This is not the biggest gift because this is I'm paying for this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so what you need to do to enter is you need to go to our website, which is yourunpodcast.com. Click on the button that says record us a message. And you need to send me a message to say why you want the prize. Now, the prize is this lovely copy of Stephen King's Misery with a personalized message from me. And I will post this. I will ship this anywhere in the world to any one of you. I'm going to do this. This, this is going to happen on the first episode of the next season. So you've got plenty of time to do it. OK, so send me a message. Tell me why you want the book or just generally give me some abuse or whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, go to yourunpodcast.com, click on the record us a message and record me a message. I will pick one of you and I'll contact you and you will get the book with the personalized message. And I'll, I'll even sign it. You never know. One day I might be famous. And you'll be asked that. You already are, but can you please, okay, can you please include a feet pic in there? Pick you up, you got a Polaroid, get Lisa to take a picture and be like, oh, yes, what y'all get in some toes, shove it at the back. So they got to read the whole book before they get them toes. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if you, if you send us in a message, I will also put in a signed photograph of me and I will put in a feet pic and I'll sign You got to do it. You got to fucking do it. You're going to be, it'd be so amazing. It'll make, make my 2022 as well. Um, you know, I just want to give away uh, as well. So I hope whoever wins the giveaway, um, I'm going to be jealous. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be like, Scott. <clears throat> well, you can enter. This is the joy of this. This is. The I know, but I don't want them to be jealous because I'm going to win. <laughs> Well, obviously, I don't care if you're a new, if this is the first time you've ever listened mm -hmm. and you think, oh, I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to win. Do it. You've got. But just you don't know. Exactly that. And you've got former guests on the show. If, if you're listening and you want to enter, feel mm -hmm. free. If you are one of the crazy people, even the really <laughs> crazy one who scares me and you want to win. Yes. Send yes. Message. I will play it on the air and I will send you. In fact, if super crazy person rings in, there's a very high chance she may win. Oh <laughs> I'm going to die because literally do not put your fucking address <laughs> on that shit. Like I ain't trying to watch you on like A&E, ID discovery or none of that bullshit. Okay. Like don't be getting them too sexy with them toes that you get people aroused. It, it, they kill. It, yeah, and if, if it is that crazy person, you may be able to do a true crime pod about me in about 18 <laughs> months' time. <laughs> right. 
Oh, I'd be so sad. I'd be so mad. I'm gonna be the one to kill the person because I'll be like, you done kill my friend just because you wanted toes. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I ain't got time for this. But yeah, definitely, you guys. That's a cool, like, you know, you get a fucking book. You need to read the book. I need to read the book. I'm so, ridiculous. Yeah, please enter yourunpodcast.com record us a message i will pick the best one i'll give you all a play on the air so however many messages i get between mm -hmm. now and when when we get to giving the prize away i will play all your messages on the air and yeah. then the best one of those messages is going to get a book and a signed feet pick apparently <laughs> yes that's me screaming uh, and now i've got heather super excited it's time to completely change the tone of the show heather god damn it <laughs> ah, I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, uh, I know what fucking time it is. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking bloody hell. Shit. Hello. Do you want to play a game? Here's Johnny. What's your favorite scary movie? We all go a little mad sometimes. Groovy. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Coming to get you, Barbara. The census taker once tried to test me. Get out! Get out! Oh shit. What? He's gone. Right, so the rules have saved me. Uh, if you've not listened before, if you've listened now, you, you've probably got the gist of it, but if it's your first yes. time, uh, there's 15 multiple choice questions. Uh, they get progressively harder. Um, the idea is to get as many correct as you can. 10 points for every correct answer. At question five, you get a safe point. So if you get question seven wrong, you drop back down to five. You don't lose all your points. Um, you get three save me's because th this quiz is hard. <coughs> oh, and I died. I've been poisoned with medication from the, the medicine cupboard. Y'all save Scott real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so your three save me's, Heather, because um, they change each week. You have okay. skip it. Mm -hmm. You can completely skip it and don't answer it and still get the points for it. Okay. You've got leave me two, where I will take away two of the wrong answers. And you have got 10 seconds to use Google. Oh, God. I can't even get my phone on in 10 seconds of it. My <laughs> stupid face. It has face recognition. I, and so I, I'm like. <laughs> I, will, I will let you get it up and ready and ready to type. And then I'll start your timer. Okay, I just wrote them down. Just, I mean, I like what my save me's are because my pits are already hot, you guys. You don't understand. It's not the baby this time. It's Scott. Scared. <laughs> so here we go. Question number one. Uh, Kathy Bates won what for her role in Misery? A fancy dress competition? An Oscar? A signed copy of Misery with feet pics? Or a large cake? All right, bro, an Oscar. She did win an Oscar. That's 10 points. Uh, question number two. Which actor starred in all of the following movies? The Evil Dead, Maniac Cop, Spider-Man 2 and Black Friday 2021. Bruce Campbell, Tobey Maguire, Ray Winston or Stan Lee? Oh my God, I have to, it's got to be Bruce Campbell. It is Bruce Campbell. That's 20 points. Uh, oh my, I'm drinking out of a Bruce Campbell cup right now. <laughs> <laughs> question number three. Where is Dawn of the Dead set? A farmhouse, a military base, Las Vegas, or a shopping mall? A shopping mall. It is. That's 30 points. And I've only, seen, I've only seen that one time, believe it or not. Only once. 
Well, that, that's good. You remembered Ooh. it. Uh, question number four. What is the killer in Saw known as? Handsaw, bone saw, jigsaw, or hacksaw? Jigsaw. It is. That's four out of four. And you're on 40 points. So if you get this one right, you'll be safe. Okay. And you've not touched any of your save me's yet. So mm -hmm. you, you're doing really well. Uh, question number five. How is the choice of target passed in It Follows? Is it a chain letter, a text message, sacrifice, or sex? Mm, God damn it. Um, I'm... <laughs> on your last yeah. quiz, on your last quiz, it was the It Follows question you got wrong. I know, and I'm going to get it because I've literally seen bits and pieces of it. So I'm going to have to use one of my save me's and I'm going to, I'm skipping it. I don't care. I have it. to, I okay. have to, because that one's going to be, that one's tough because I don't know. You get your 10 points for that. And it was set. Okay. Passed through sex. It's a sexually transmitted kill, basically. Well, I, if I could have guessed, then, or I, you know, and then I would have been fucked up and I would have been mad and I would have broke my fucking laptop. Uh, so you've now got Leave Me Two and 10 second Google remaining. Yes. Uh, question number six. What country is the Babadook from? Australia, New Zealand, Tasmania, or South Africa? to get it wrong you've still got your save me's there as well i know but i <laughs> don't God. you think about it elise lost nearly all of her save in fact she had all of our save me's have gone by this point and you've still got two i know i know i know um i almost just want to say it but well, then it's conflicting so let's do a save me let's do lead two i guess okay so we'll take two of the incorrect ones away so that leaves you with what country was the Babadook from? Australia or Tasmania? It, it's got to be Australia. It was Australia. See, but, so God damn it. I just wanted to say that. See, I just wasted a save me, you guys. <laughs> Stop. Like, you know what? Go with your fucking gut. This is the thing with the quiz. Go with your fucking gut. Stop being a pussy. Anyways. <laughs> uh, question, <laughs> question number seven. Uh, what is La Llorona? A cursed witch? A weeping woman? A haunted woman or a possessed doll? All right, say the answers. I mean, say the answers, uh, the uh, options. A cursed witch, a weeping woman, a haunted woman, or a possessed doll? Oh, God. I. The curse of La Llorona, right? Yeah. So it's A? It's, it's A, the first one? Uh, so you've got. It, the, the film's called. The Curse of La Llorona, but mm -hmm. what is La Llorona? Is it a cursed witch, a weeping woman, a haunted woman, or a possessed doll? You've still got oh, one save me. Oh, God, I know. But I hate to use it because you're wanting to know what La Llorona is, like what yeah. that is. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm being such a fucking turd mongler. All right, I'm going to do that. I want to do my last save me because I don't fucking care. And Heather's about to just lose her fucking shit. So tell me when I can start. Okay, you tell me when you're ready to go. I got my face. It's on now. Okay, you can go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. Okay, 
give me the options again because I think I got it this time. Uh, a cursed witch, a weeping woman, a haunted woman, or a possessed doll. It's a weeping, weeping woman. It is a weeping woman. That's correct. So you're on <sighs> 70 points. Uh, you... I didn't use all my shit, yo. <laughs> uh, all you saved me is gone. So now you are, you're, you're all on your own. And it's, <sighs> here, here we go. Uh, yeah. Question which 1982 horror movie features a small girl talking to a TV? Poltergeist, Halloween 3, Nightbreed, or Basket Case? Right, Poltergeist. That's correct. 80 points. Now, how the hell that one easier than the other one? Well, <laughs> it's, it's one of those is whether you know it or you don't. It's just... I get it. I, I know. I'm just being a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, question number nine. In Silence of the Lambs, who is Buffalo Bill's victim the daughter of? A senator, a governor, an FBI agent, or a sheriff? Oh my God, you fucking asshole. Love you though. <laughs> I know which out of the two, which one it is. Read them again for me real quick. Uh, you've got a senator, a governor, an FBI agent, or a sheriff? What is, fuck, senator? Correct. Oh, oh y'all don't understand. Y'all, my boobs are sweating. Like, I'm not joking. He, I don't care. I said what I said. So you're on question 10 now. And if you get this right, you are safe. So you always okay. have 100 points. Okay. Um, in A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, what character does Priscilla Pointier play? Elaine Parker, Jennifer, Elizabeth Sims, or Sally Piper? That's mm. <laughs> oh, you got you're gonna get me on this one because Heather's fixing to be like game over. Um, <laughs> can you read it again and give me the options? Yeah, again? I got so in, my in a Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors, what character does Priscilla Pointier play? Does she play Elaine Parker, Jennifer, Elizabeth Sims, or Sally Piper? I got my eyes closed. Um, I want to say she plays Sally. You're going to go with that? I mean, you're scaring me. I don't fucking know because I'm trying to remember. Well, the, that the, name doesn't ring a bell to me. Think through the characters in there. You've seen that film a billion times. I know. I know. I've seen it a so, billion times. We fucking covered it on my podcast. That's how we did. Uh, uh, so you've got, obviously, you've got Elaine Parker. Uh -huh. You've got Jennifer, you've uh -huh. got Elizabeth Sims, and then you've got Sally Piper. Jennifer's the only one that like comes out to me where I think I remember. God. I don't want to procrastinate. I, I just, if, I, if I said Dr. Elaine Parker and Dr. Elizabeth Sims, you'd probably put them in your head who they are. They're both doctors. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Jennifer and Sally Piper. I'm going to go with Sally. Game over! I knew it. I fucking knew I was going to get it wrong. Dookie <laughs> balls. Do you want to know who it was? Yes, please tell me. Uh, it was Dr. Elizabeth Sims. It was the bitch. The bitch. Oh, my God. That was going to be, seriously, that was going to be my second one, but I was like, that's not right, because I trying to remember the actual actors' names, 
And then like the character, you know, the character's names. I'm like, well, she's not anybody. Like, I don't really know who she is. <laughs> you guys, I didn't win it. No, so now you know that I'm going to be mad. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> I, I feel sorry for your husband because he's going to bear the brunt of your, your, your loss. <laughs> well, he ain't here right now, but that's okay. <laughs> he, he's going to be like, well, how would you, why did you get that wrong? And I'll be like, why does your face look like the way it looks? Fuck you. <laughs> it's Thank all right. You. You, you've got the excuse of the baby. You've got okay. baby. Bro. So we'll, 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 I'm not being funny. Your horror knowledge is incredibly good. And I reckon if I picked the next question, you'd probably get it right. Probably. But, you know, the thing is, is that one seriously was really tricky because those are no name people. Yeah. That I mean, nobody like, okay. Like, yeah, you watch the movie and you think like, oh, I remember that character, the movie character's name, but like her real name in real life, I would, I don't fucking know. I was just trying to like think. And then. I probably should have went with my second guess instead of always like I overthink things, but now I'm not the champion. And so I'm not happy. I'm just going to let you know. I'm not happy. <laughs> That's okay. Cause you, you, you may not be the champion, but you are the champion of this month. Cause you're on here, you're on wow. YouTube and you're on true crime. And there's I mean, no, that's true. There's no quiz on true crime either. <laughs> I know there's no, there's no quiz on true crime, but still like I wanted to do, I wanted to beat Mark and Elise. They've got really, Elise's score, I don't know if anyone can catch her. I mean, I know at this point, I feel like it was just one of those things where the the questions were just easier to maybe remember, I, I mean, or to think of, but that Dream Warriors, that was tricky. That one should have been like question 15. No, question, question 15 was infinitely hard <laughs> oh man and I'm, well we'll never know because i didn't get there but so that gives me what like 90 points so i'm like no you didn't reach your safe oh point. that's right so i'm down to 50, 50. you guys y'all go ahead look say goodbye to heather because she's gonna jump off the house <laughs> no she's not heather heather done very well and that was this i didn't i didn't <laughs> save myself that was this week's save me heather silman 50 points sixth place um, you do, you done you done good, Heather. You you gambled. You're a gam you're a gambling woman. You I am, and that's the problem because <laughs> I wasted all of my save me's, and it was like, well, why didn't I just wait and you know, like go with my gut instead of being like, oh, I second guess, and then I could have saved them because I would have skipped that shit. <laughs> I would have skipped that question. But it's okay. I mean, it is fine. Like, it's not like I I'm going to win a fucking award. Yeah, and, and not only that, I've got I've got a lot of respect for you because you kept going and you didn't go. Oh, I'm just going to take my points and run. You went, no, fuck it. I no, don't, fuck I don't that. I didn't care if I got 20 points. I was still not stopping. Seriously, I was because my goal was like to try to get all the way to 15. Uh, these were tricky. You did a good job, though. Seriously, like those are I wouldn't have even thought in my mind, you know. Like, I would have been like, no, I can't think of those questions. I'm going to give y'all generic shit. <laughs> um, moving into to final thoughts for this, this movie. This movie is a, an absolute classic. It hasn't aged a day. You can watch this and get mm -hmm. the same enjoyment today as you did when it was released in 1990. It's one of the best Stephen King adaptations, even though they changed a lot, they, they always do. Um, it's yeah. so well put together and they capture a lot of what is in the book. My only criticism of this is that they didn't focus on the whole reason that Stephen King wrote, wrote Misery, which was for 
people struggling with addiction. It was yeah. not so much a story of his struggle with Annie. It was a story of his struggle with his addiction. Um, <clears throat> and for that, that's the only reason this doesn't score perfect marks. So for me, this gets a, a nine out of 10 for the movie. And mm -hmm. Fear, um, th this is scary. It gets an eight out of 10 for me, for Fear. Okay. Um, how would you wrap this one up, Heather? Okay, so as far as for the movie, the quality of it, the aesthetics, everything, I also gave it a nine out of 10. But like for Fear, since we're doing it all based out of 10, Honestly, it's really about a f maybe a four out of 10 for me, but it is frightening. It, it's the whole like, the, it's just a person, but like they're more scary than Freddie or Jason or the whatever. But um, the watching the film, it did not invoke much terror in me. It was more of a like anxiety, I think is what it is. You know what I mean? It just makes you, because if you've been in that situation, like I have been, in that type of situation you kind of know like you're like oh fuck so i don't know why for some reason i guess nothing scares me anymore no. <laughs> that's the problem with horror films like seriously nothing really i watch shit and go to bed yeah <laughs> i don't know and to be fair I, I still sleep easy after watching this but this is yeah the, the thought of this concept scares me more than yeah a michael myers or a jason Voorhees chasing me this scares me yeah this and is, I agree with you. It's grounded in the real world. This this yeah. could quite easily happen. Yeah. And oh, when, absolutely. When, when I post the misery book to the winner and I put my return address on, this could actually happen to me. You ain't putting your return address on there. I ain't letting <laughs> you do that shit now. Come on. Come on. No, you're not. You better <laughs> no, quit. Put somebody, put somebody else's you don't like. <laughs> like, uh, there you go. Yeah, no, you can definitely send it without doing that. Because if you have to, if somebody from the United States wins, you're probably much safer, you know? Uh, but the fucking, to ship it, to send it, mm, you it's going to be expensive. Uh, it, a, little, it, a little pricey, a little pricey. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a little pricey. And <laughs> there's part of me that hopes customs open it and discover my feet pick. <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh we're not sending this no they are they may keep it for themselves because i mean i would i'd be like i'm your number one fan uh, that just scares me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do that to my husband when he comes home he'll be home uh soon and i'm gonna be like i'm your number one fan like am i, I might get right in his face while he's asleep <laughs> he, he ain't gonna do shit anyway. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, don't forget you can you can catch Heather on YouTube right now. So if you've just finished watching this or listening to this, yes, I get so confused with watching and listening, doing to doing YouTube and podcast. Well, yeah, because you you've got six thousand ideas going on. You've got all this new cool shit going on. So yeah, you guys like you can watch on YouTube. Yeah, or listen. And then for the regular show, of course, you just listen yeah. and imagine our beautiful faces because we're <laughs> your number one fans. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't need to imagine what we look like. You can go to, to YouTube yeah. right now. You can see me and Heather talk yes. about everything from pregnancy to The Thing to Twilight yes. to Rob Zombie <laughs> to pretty everything. much we cover absolutely everything on that episode um and you, heather's under a swear count on that episode as well so you'll get to hear how many times she cussed in that hey i might have done awful on the quiz 
And I'm still upset. I think I'm low key. I'm upset about it. Um, but like I fucking am a winner and I curse a lot. So I already know that I'm going to win on that. Yeah. I was just, I was just trying to be a dick and be like, I'm a winner. <laughs> Cause I told you I'm a sore loser, bruh. Like I might turn into Annie. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do- <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the quiz again in the future one day. So maybe that'll happen eventually. Yeah, it, it will. And this quiz is going to stay. So this Good, quiz, I like it. So save me is not going away when we get to season five. Cool. It, unless, unless my guest next week aces it and gets the full 50. I'm going to be mad. This quiz will remain until someone beats it. So yeah. until someone gets the full marks and the full 15, this quiz is staying. Um, on to next week. Um, so you have picked for the finale, you've picked Constantine. Um, and I've picked the guest. So next week, I'm going to be joined by a proper professor, Professor David Day from Horror Movie Talk. He is the four moist, yeah, I've said that right, four moist expert in scare no-nos. Um, he is, if you've ever listened to Horror Movie Talk, you know what you're getting next week. If you haven't, fucking buckle up. Next week is going to be an experience. Um, Horror Movie Talk are a show that I've listened to pretty much since they started. This show is one of the main reasons my show exists. Um, and they're both incredible guys. Uh, you've got David and Bryce, but both incredible guys. I've spoken to them numerous times when I very first started and they helped me. They, they listened to some early episodes and kind of went, well, that's good and that's not good and helped me get the show to where I am. And I'm thrilled to be able to bring them on so you can hear how fucking good they are at podcasting because they they know their shit. Next week, do not miss it. It's the season finale and then we're taking a break and you're not going to see us for a little while. Um, Heather, you're a star as always. Um, You can catch Heather again on the 15th of this month on our first true crime episode. Uh, Me and Heather go face to face with um, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also like sort of terrified because that is a complex case to discuss. Yeah, <laughs> <Having> <laughs> done, I've never done true crime before. Um, I've said from the very beginning, I don't watch a lot of true crime. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about true crime. Okay. And the reason that this podcast is different is because I, I'm not going in with preconceived ideas. I've actually had to go and work and... Yeah, an effort to find out about the case and I didn't know how many people he'd killed I didn't know where all of his kills happened I didn't know how I, I, knew, I knew literally nothing and I've had to go and find all that out and make my own mind up and that's going to be the same with every single case which is why yeah. Heather's coming on because Heather knows her shit and she's going to carry me as she I does, do <laughs> as she does in every episode she's on she's going to carry me, carry me through I'm going to carry him like Annie Wilkes to his bed. (laughs) I won't break his ankles. But seriously, you guys, true crime is my shit. And I'm excited that, Scott, that you've asked me to come on to do that and to do so many of your shows with you. Um, I'll eventually let go of the fact that I didn't get past 10. Eventually, maybe it might happen in 2023. We'll see, okay? Just letting you guys know. I am am upset because I know a lot about horror. So you guys don't think I'm a dum-dum. No. These questions are hard. So your next guest, um, 
buckle up, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying like these questions are easy. They're the easiest, but the hardest fucking thing to remember. Yeah, these are the sort of questions that if I asked you in a general conversation, you would know the answer. Oh, absolutely. I probably would have fucking get, had a better guess or uh, would have remembered it. Yeah, but under the Ridiculous. conditions of a quiz, it's 10 times harder. <laughs> and I've done this quiz as well, and this quiz sucks. It really yeah, does it, suck. It, it is. It's, it's daunting because you feel like you got to hurry up and answer, and you're like, oh, God, oh, God. You don't want to spend too much time because you overthink. And then if you're like me and your boobs get sweaty and your pits get hot, you're just like, I don't I tried. <laughs> anyways we'll see who comes at my throat y'all better not no they won't they're coming after my feet and on (laughs) (laughs) on that note thank you very much heather for coming on Um, absolutely thank you everyone for listening um don't forget go to apple Podcasts. you don't even need to write me a review Uh, you can you can write me a nasty review just click five stars Uh, uh, same on spotify five star reviews really really helps the show um and that's pretty much it. Oh, and ring in, win the book, win my feet pick. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you all next week. Heather Silman swear count, 174. Put your hands up. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget, leave us a review wherever you can and recommend us to a friend. This is the You Run podcast because you run and control the show. To get involved, head over to our website, yourunpodcast.com, where you can record us a voicemail. That voicemail I will play on the air. Use that to say whatever you want. Are we good? Are we bad? Do you want a movie review? It's up to you. This is your show. Not only that, you can get involved on all of our social medias. We're at yourunpodcast pretty much everywhere. Join in in the three-word review. Give us a fact. Ask us a question anytime, whatever it is. This is your show. This is the You Run Podcast. You want to die tonight? <laughs>